Here's the thought I'll title, Where to Go. And it's not that I'm going to give you advice on where to go. Instead, I'd like to advise you to be wary of people who tell you where to go in order to make great photographs. I suppose I'm no different than many of you. In my family, I'm known as a photographer. And so in extended family gatherings where I'm meeting aunts and uncles and that kind of thing, it's not uncommon at all for someone, one of my uncles, for example, who happens to have a nice camera, will advise me that if I want to make some really great pictures, I ought to go there. And he'll even describe in some detail how to get there, what roads to take, etc. And I know that this advice is offered out of a sense of connection and love and camaraderie and etc. But the very fundamental idea that someone can advise you where to go to make your photographs, I think is fundamentally flawed. In the first place, I've received lots of such advice from people who have never seen my photography. They know I'm a photographer because that's my reputation. Maybe they see me wandering around a family reunion with a camera in my hand or something, and so they know I'm a photographer, but they've never asked to see any of my work. They have no idea what it is that I'm interested in photographing or the kind of work that I've historically done. Nonetheless, they feel compelled to tell me where I might find some great photographs and where to go and when to go and what they photographed there that turned out so well. And that's the clue to what's really going on here. It's not that they've assessed your interests in photography and decided that they might know a place that you would find interesting based on their knowledge of the kind of work that you do. No, their advice is usually based on where they've gone and where they've made interesting photographs or maybe would like to make an interesting photograph but haven't done so yet. So their advice is really a reflection of their own interests, their own style of photography, their own inclinations. And if they were going out photographing, this is where they would go. And by the way, this isn't necessarily restricted to family members. Last year, I was pulling into a national park, and, you know, they have the little gate there where you have to stop and register and pay to get in or whatever. And when they asked what brought me to the national park, I mentioned I was a photographer and first time I'd ever been there, etc. And the park ranger, wanting to be helpful, launched into a little, I'm sure, partially memorized recitation about where the best photographs could be made in the national park. Go to this point, go to that point. This time is better in the afternoon. This time is better in the morning, etc. And I, I was appreciative of their efforts and of their compassion. But it did strike me odd that they would offer such advice without having even bothered to ask, what are you interested in photographing? Clearly, the suggestions that the park ranger was making are where to go make the photographs that everybody else makes, that are the cliché photographs, that are the ones that you're likely to see on the park brochure and in publicity and etc., because it's the famous place. But what if that's not what you want to photograph? And in my case, it's almost never what I want to photograph. 
which reminds me of the time I was in Beijing, China, with a friend of mine, a fellow photographer. And when we got off the plane, the first thing I did was pull out my camera and start photographing the tar patterns in the asphalt. And my friend said, you've come all the way to Beijing, China to photograph this? But that was what struck me. That was what caught my eye. That was the kind of thing that fits with my historic interests in photographing not going to see the terracotta soldiers or some other famous place where great photographs can supposedly be made. The answer of where to go is wherever you think you might find the subjects that you were interested in photographing, and sometimes even going to the places where you don't think you'll find interesting things that you want to photograph, but you'll at least bring your aesthetic and your creative eye to those unknown places. For years, in the early parts of my career, I avoided going to the desert southwest because that's where everybody, in the West Coast school anyway, went to make grand landscape pictures in the desert. And when I announced that I was going to the desert southwest, I immediately got a call from a photographer, a friend of mine, who said, oh, where are you going? I said, well, I'm, I'm thinking I might start off at Capitol Reef. And he said, oh, that's great. When you're there, you'll be able to get these kinds of pictures. I took that knowledge away and thought, well, okay, maybe I'll find something interesting there. I don't want to discount his advice. But it wasn't necessarily the kind of thing that I was looking for because it's not my aesthetic. But I wanted to go and see it for myself. And what I ended up seeing in the walls of Capitol Reef were patterns in the rocks that reminded me so much of Japanese woodblock prints that I did a project called Hokusai in the Rocks that was all that kind of imagery. The fact that it happened to be in Capitol Reef was perfectly immaterial. And the fact that Capitol Reef is a great scenic landscape location for that kind of scenic landscape photography had no influence on me whatsoever because that wasn't what I was interested in doing. Where to go is a function of what you want to say and how you see the world and where you think you might have a response to what's there to be seen. But it takes a very special, sensitive, and compassionate friend or family member who knows the kind of photography that you do to be able to give you any sense of reliable advice about where to go to make your kind of photographs. Copyright 2024, Lenswork Publishing.